gotta go fast, but gotta go good? Matt and I talk about a little blue hedgehog that is running past our expectations and where the bird's at. That and more on today's episode of The Real Review. So stay tuned. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I'm here with Matt Chili Dog, hey? <laughs> what? Chili Dogs. Great. I, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm hungry, so maybe that's maybe that's why I'm like, do you have a Chili Dog like no, laying around somewhere? Chili Dogs okay. do sound good. We could go get some after this. Darn. No, it's, you know, Sonic's. Favorite food. I get that's more of a so there was a number of nods that I noticed in the yeah, yeah. Dog film to like there you is. know outside content. There was the chili dog thing, I believe, really only came from the cartoon. Yeah. But it shows our due diligence that that's something that he's in the cartoon at least. True story. Likes. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. who am I today? Matthew. Everybody, I'm here with Joel. Hopefully sees Knuckles Cunningham. I'd love to see Knuckles. Yeah. I don't want to spoil any aspects, yeah. but um, I was I we used to when I was a kid Sonic was kind of my jam. Uh Sega Genesis though, Sega you Genesis, know. Sega Genesis, yeah, I went the Genesis route, everybody else went the Super Nintendo route. So I was diehard Sonic, you know, and we always used to play and Knuckles mm-hmm. and Tails were good sidekicks. Yeah, uh, for sure. You know, my sister used to play as Tails and she'd yeah. always get mad cuz I was always running past her and she would die. But Tails could fly. He could fly. Yeah. He was like immortal. That's the weird thing about it. You know, he could never <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, welcome to the podcast. Here today, as mentioned, we're going to be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. Matt, you also had a chance to see another film. Birds of Prey. Birds of yeah, yep. Birds of Prey. And you'll be giving us a little brief rundown of that as well. But um, on the rundown, on the upfront, Matt, why don't you give us some ways to get connected to the podcast? Definitely. Y'all can get connected with us a number of different ways. One of those being our website, which is realreviewmedia.com, which will then uh, also point you towards our social media platform. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Real Review Media. And uh, you can connect with us there, see what's happening. Um, then also you can email us at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Specifically, if you want to have us, you know, maybe watch a movie we haven't talked about yet, review <laughs> something, uh, tell us that we're wrong <laughs> or tell yeah. us how right we are. Yeah. Whatever. You yeah. can do that there. Cool. Yeah. I appreciate that, Matt. Um, I just want to mention as well, like there's been a, a number of films that have come out it's at least that in the last little while that I haven't had a chance to see and we kind of know that but we're limited in our time and mm-hmm. kind of the way Matt and I run things here and do the show is Matt tends to be a bit more of the fan kind of perspective sort of the um, I guess more emotional but kind of more of uh, what's going on in his head you know personal feelings I, I tend to have a positive slant or find the positive slant yes. towards whatever where I I'm tend watching. to be more critical yeah. more objective more breaking things down like bit by bit in yeah. nuance. And so we kind of put those two sides together to give you kind of like the whole picture oh, totally, yeah. of the films yeah. that we talk about. So hundred percent. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about, as mentioned, two films. So why don't we get right into our first one? Let's do it. This is a film called Sonic the Hedgehog. Hey, uh, synopsis after discovering a small blue fast hedgehog. It's a great way of putting oh, it. Yeah. A small town police officer must help it defeat an evil genius who wants to do experiments on it. Uh, directed by Jeff Fowler, uh, stars a number of folks, Ben Schwartz as the voice of Sonic, um, James Marsden, Jim Carrey, Tika Sumter, Natasha Rothwell. Those are kind of the big ones. Adam Pally, 
uh, makes a pretty good appearance in there as well as Lee Majdaub. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, I'm going to let you lead off, Matt. Let's do this thing. Give us some thoughts on this. I'm going to give you a breakdown because okay. I was kind of giving you a breakdown earlier, but I, I want to give it for everybody to hear. Sure. So uh, there's some nostalgia to this. Uh, I played, uh, I had Sega Genesis, I think before I... I yeah, I had Sega Genesis before, like Super Nintendo. Eventually, I, I got one of those some, at some point in time. But I played Sega, or sorry, Sonic all the time. It was like that in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like weird contrasting games. But I played uh, Sonic all the time. I uh, go to my friend's house, a couple doors down, play Sonic all the time, and um, also uh, being prevalently like uh, you know alive and more aware in the '90s. Um, I uh, have an affinity for Jim Carrey. Um, so going into this movie, though, I will say this. I I normally go into any movie I'm about to watch positively, like leaning in a positive way or optimistic or even cautiously optimistic. Um, but this one I didn't go into. I didn't even want to go to this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this looks terrible. Yeah. Even after the whole redesign debacle, um, after they redesigned Sonic um, to appease the fans, the trailers, I don't think, looked very good. I didn't think yeah. the humor actually looked very good. I thought it looked just odd and like lowest common denominator. And I went in with zero expectations. So like, I didn't want to go. So I sat down, you know, watch this movie. Um, <laughs> I will tell you, Joel, I... I had a, a pretty good time at this movie. Surprising. <laughs> Surprising. Yeah. I was so surprised. Um, the ver- Within the first 10 minutes, there was like two moments that I was just like, la- there's a scene with the turtle up front. I was like, yeah. why is this so funny to me right now? Yeah, that was a great scene. Like <laughs> and and um, I was just like laughing and a couple of like really good, like out loud laughs. And I was just shocked through and through. First of all, let me get this out of the way. This movie's not great and it's very cliche. Yeah. But what it does is I think it does I think it does a character, right? And all the human people that are arounding normally, like in these types of movies, like you know, fish out of water, animated character, like Peter Rabbit or Smurfs come to mind, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, that kind something. of thing. Like yeah. all the all the human characters are like annoying but mm-hmm. i kind of like liked all the human characters yeah and especially jim carrey and it felt like i was watching jim carrey in the 90s like ace ventura liar liar like yeah. i felt like i was watching him i was like i was like wow i haven't seen him do this kind of thing <laughs> yeah, he, was in harnessing, he was harnessing that jim yeah Carrey-ness. and it wasn't yeah. like old jim carrey trying to like bring back young jim carrey it was like jim carrey like being yeah. authentic and true to who he is and his goofy nature and it was like this is amazing um like i said uh everything is really cliche and i'd say that's probably the biggest drawback to the film yeah there's nothing surprising in this movie everything is like telegraphed but i enjoyed myself and i was like this is fun and i'm having a good time and uh if we're talking about actually you know what you know I want to get your overall thoughts before yeah. I bring up a couple more specifics, but sure. I enjoyed it, man. Yeah. I mean, I love to hear that. I think the difference between you and I is a lot of times when we go into a movie, sort of our expectations. This movie, I liked Sonic enough as a kid. You know, I played every single game I could in the Sega Genesis. I never got pinball, which was like yeah. my one regret. I always wanted to get Sonic pinball. <laughs> my life regret. <laughs> yeah. I played it one time. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I yeah. wish I had it. But... Um, I played all the games. I used to love Sonic, as I mentioned, diehard fan. Yeah, yeah. And um, but 
for me, that type of thing is enough to get me in to see a movie yeah. for sure. Yeah. But as far as like whether or not I'm going to like the movie and my expectations of enjoying the movie, right. I generally don't think that does that. You know, if there's something in pop culture that I'm a big fan of that gets turned into a movie, I'm like, well, I'll go see it because right. I like that pop culture thing, mm-hmm. but I don't have an expectation right. for it. Then mixed with the trailers, which you mentioned, I don't think did a good job with it. And it no. might have been this weird, I don't know if they did it on purpose, but this almost genius level thing. Um, it might have more than being genius. It might have just been like an accidental good misstep. Yeah. Where they release the trailer. Everybody's like, oh my gosh, this character looks scary. Like it yeah. looked like an actual hedgehog kind of weird human hedgehog. human hedgehog and then everybody hated it so they redesigned it and everybody was a big fan of the redesign but they still had low expectations because the trailer in and of itself just kind of looked a little cheesy and silly it was like they took the most kiddish parts of the film and put that in the trailer right but the benefit of that was i think everybody went into it expecting this is just gonna Whoa. be like a kid's and then film. all the best parts were not even in the trailer. exactly and it ends up being much better overall so it was almost like this good surprise and it's kind of like i don't know it's like the disney movie the remix they're doing the trailers for them are usually so cool except for the aladdin one but they're always like oh my gosh these (laughs) look so great yeah and then you go see the movie and you're like oh i was expecting so much more and this was like the opposite yeah and it's like that's what i'm saying it was almost like an accidental like amazing misstep for them um because i i don't know if it helps get butts in the seat but it definitely is getting good press and good word of mouth. Yeah. Like, you know, the viral thing is it's got going. a 94% on uh, audience score on exactly, Rotten Tomatoes, which yeah. is pretty dang high. I mean, 64 critical score, but still, it's yeah. everything's leaning favor favorably. Yeah. And, and the expectation as well, just of it being a video game movie yeah. and how rarely those are even like a modicum yeah. of decent. This definitely went above and beyond. Yeah, between this and like Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Some like, of the best yeah. video game movies we've seen in a while. Right. Um, so my personal opinion of the film. So sitting down, I kind of had a low expectation for yeah. it, even though I tried to not let that <laughs> affect it too right. much. And I ended up being very similar to you, which was very cool. There was moments in the film, and I was talking about this earlier. I was watching the film and I started laughing out loud. I was actually wa- looked over at the person I was watching it with <laughs> just to kind of like check myself and be like, is this, should I be laughing at this? Why am I, I was not expecting oh to gosh. laugh at that. It was so unrealistic. Am I wrong right now? Exactly. Like I was like trying to get some comfort and like assurance that what I was doing was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But sure enough, like there was probably at least three or four parts that I, you know, I verbally out loud, yeah. you know, was laughing. And then I think, yeah, there was a mixture of moments yeah. throughout the film that felt a little silly, yeah. childish in nature. Um, but I think it's a kid's film. It is It is definitely geared towards Sonic fans and kids. Yeah. Um, and I, they did that on purpose. And um, I'm not sure if somebody who's just unfamiliar with Sonic is going to go into it or feel about it for that matter. Yeah. But I was, um, yeah, I was just, I don't know, I was just, had a good time. Again, it's not yeah. like a great movie, but it was just, it was just a fun, a, a kind of fun. I, I don't think know. two things for me stood out of them doing right here. One, they never did the wink and the nudge, which is like, he eats a bunch of chili dogs and he's like, oh man, I feel bad because I ate chili dogs. He doesn't like look at the camera and go, oh, chili dogs. Like, you know, he just ate them. Yeah. And then they talk about it because it has an impact on them. And like, you know, there's the part where the Dr. Robotnik, um, which is the character's name, but he's also gone by Dr. Eggman at times. Yeah. Um, 
you know, they could have made this like, oh, those are eggs. I'm going to call you Dr. Eggman. Yeah. They didn't do that. He just goes Eggman, yeah. like as a joke and yeah. kind of making fun. So again, they never did the wink and the nudge where it was like, eh, eh, you yep. know, the rings yeah. and things and stuff yep. from Sonic, which was great because yep. that immediately makes things feel cheap. And then two, they kept it very simple. Yeah. You know, to the point where it was like, I felt like, and that's probably one more of the tractors, like you can add a little bit, you know, each character had like, a thing yeah. that they were going for. Yep. Robotnik wants to catch Sonic. You know, Sonic wants to, you know, make friends or get back to his home world. Um, James Marsden James wants Marsden to move wants out to somewhere else. Move out and become like a cop that's important. Yeah. So it's like everybody has a thing. Yeah. And it made it very straightforward. They didn't get super bogged down in like the side details and the right. the, the miscellaneous crud that's going. Like they didn't give this like whole elaborate like why Dr. Robotnik is, you know, named Robotnik and comes from the world of Robotniks and stuff. Yeah. They just did it. Um, and it made it feel like a very simple experience. Totally. Talking about like verisimilitude as yes. well, because I think that makes all the difference in this movie. Yep. Like because, because you have... Uh, essentially a cartoon character, Sonic, being in it. And then it works. It makes Jim Carrey's cartoonish like antics. character himself yeah. and antics, like you're saying, yeah. fit. Mm -hmm. And then James Marsden's like kind of like, like, okay. Like it, it was like a cartoon and everything yeah. fit in that world really, really well. The cool thing was he was a good straight man. Yeah. I thought they were going to make Sonic more the straight man. Right. Because he's like used to his speed yeah. and the powers, but he's a kid at heart. Yeah. And so they made him like, oh, wow, look at that thing. And the oh, blah, blah. Yeah. And he was just very straightforward, like, nope, we're not going to do that. No, we're not. Yeah. And I think it's better because you relate more to the human in this yeah. than you're going to probably ever For relate sure. to Sonic. So it was good to make him the straight yeah. man. Um, two last things. Um, first, uh, another th negative I'd say some of the CG needed some work. Yeah. Um, but, be. but other than that's like the CG and then the kind of just the overall just cliche-ness of it. Uh, first of all, I commend the director. It's his first feature film, yeah. which is pretty amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, also there's one shot at the end where you see, um, Sonic's reflection in, uh, Jim Carrey's goggles. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's like kind of at a cl climactic moment and Sonic looks awesome like oh, yeah. like 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 his silhouette and like super saiyan like kind yeah. of like that's the vibe i was getting i was like dang this looks <laughs> yeah. so good sonic goes super saiyan yeah, 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 yeah. kind of does yeah and um anyways that was just that was really really cool outside of that, there's not like a lot of like really great cinematic shots but yeah. but it was it was it was a fun time i enjoyed myself way more than i thought i was going to yeah they set up realistic in the world very similar to like you said stakes um, yeah. they accomplished those stakes. Yeah. They set up a realistic foible for the main characters. And Dr. Robotnik was in many ways, a very good and funny, yeah. good Jim Carrey version of Dr. Robotnik. And he never felt, he felt cartoony, mm -hmm. but not out of like, we're just going to go so over the top with this, that it's so dumb. But he could, um, he was over the top. But he was over the top. It, but it fit though. Like yeah. it was, but I needed, he needed to be over the top. He did. I mean, yeah. If he's going to be a realistic opposite to Sonic, who's this little blue hedgehog that yeah. runs at, you know, thousands of miles per hour yeah, right. or whatever it is, how hundreds, then it, it makes sense that he's going to have to be a little bit right. cartoony and ridiculous himself. Um, but it never felt like they were going too cheap with the laughs. Right. Felt like they tried to at least make them like adult at times. Mm -hmm. um, I think in agreement with you said some of the negatives, CG was one thing. Um, it was a very 
as much as I enjoyed it being straightforward, it was very formulaic. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, they're going to go in the bar and, you know, hijinks are going to ensue and they're going to have a fight. And yeah. I did like the slow motion scenes. I thought yeah. those were fun. The, the Quicksilver scenes. Yeah. They, I mean, they felt like, yeah. again, you know, something we've seen before with yeah. like Quicksilver or whatnot, but they were fun and yeah. they were inventive. Um, and I th- there was a couple times where I'm like, well, why don't you just do this or why don't you just do right. that? Like, give Sonic a GPS system and he can find, right, right, you know, right. where he needs to go. Here's your, here's a GPS. Yeah. Here's go to San Francisco, you know, or like when they get to San Francisco, he's like, well, I can't get on the roof. And it's like, then you find out um, like five minutes later, he can run up and down the sides of buildings. So yeah. it's like, well, why don't you just run up the side of the building? Well, we have to have this big climactic battle yeah, where he yeah, pushes yeah, yeah. them off. So it's like things like that where you're just kind of like, okay, I just have to give you that at times because it's a kid's film yeah. and I'm not trying to make excuses there. I'm going to rank them down for that. Right. But, it wasn't like because there were so many other good things rocking and, yeah. and rolling with the script, it worked and out. And I, you know? I did actually kind of like the. I mean, it's not deep, but like the emotional element, like the friendship element. I was like, oh, I kind of like this. It was it? nice. Yeah, I felt like they built a nice friendship. Yeah. yeah, I don't think, and I and I mentioned this to the person I was with. There was never stakes for me in the sense of like I felt like one of them was really going to die, right? Or they were going to fail in their journey, but it was interesting to see them. So it was yep. like you know, if their overall story arc. You know, if I was going to rate that on a scale of one to 10, yeah. I would give the story arc like maybe a six and a half and a seven. Sure. And that probably lowered it more than anything. But the, the everything overall made it a better film yeah, than totally. what I was expecting. So what what are you going to give this one, Matt? I've been thinking about this one too, because I went in prepared to give it like a D yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and or a D minus, yeah. but I, I enjoyed it. I laughed more times than I feel like I should have laughed in the a Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Mm. And I just wanted to, I go to the movies to have a good time and I had a decent time with this. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a B. Okay. Probably an 83, somewhere in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually right at uh, an 80. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly as well. I thought that there was going to be um, um, a lot more reasons for me to give it an There's this like a side negative. character that makes a Fitbit joke at the end that I laughed. I don't know why. I was like, that's kind of funny in yeah. the way it was delivered and like the humor was way better than what I felt like the like the trailers were yeah. <laughs> saying it was going to be yeah and I liked I mean as a fan of Sonic I did I did fanboy a little bit or a little little, little tiny little right, bit I right, mean there right. were some cool nods like they had the Kidna tribe and like Knuckles is going to pop up in there I'm sure at yeah, some yeah, point yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know well they left it open for a good I yep. like the reveal of like the actual yeah. characters of you know Dr. Robotnik and mm-hmm. stuff and the direction I'm, I would actually see a sequel. Yeah. Now, I, I, the the main problem is, are they going to rush it out? Are they going to be like, well, we got to jump on this as fast as possible, get another film out by next year, right? Because everybody loved this one so much. That's my fear, and they're going to not do their homework and not put it together. But I, I'll still be interested to see what it is. So yeah, for sure. Moving on, Matt. Moving right along. You had a chance to see another film. I did have a chance to see another film. Tell us a little bit about that. This movie is called Birds of Prey. Dun, dun, dun. Um, subtitle, like the smaller title below that is, and the fabulous emancipation, oh, fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. It's just extra Tyler's title, super <laughs> long. Well, they've changed the name. Right. They've already changed it to something. It's like Birds of Prey. Something. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah, they changed no? it. Yeah, it's... Uh, what? I IMDb still says that, though. I'm trying to think what they changed it to. As you're looking that up, let me break it down for sure. you. Sounds good. Directed by Kathy Yan. Yan. Um, after splitting with the Joker, Harley Quinn joins superheroes Black Canary, Huntress, and Renee Montoya to save a young girl from an evil crime lord. 
Um, I was one of the few that liked, I, I thought, I thought Suicide Squad was fine. I kind of, I, I was like, I had an okay time watching that movie. It was not as good as I felt like it could have been, but I did enjoy it mainly because I really like, um, Will Smith. Uh, I liked, uh, Joel Kinnaman in as uh, Rick Flagg and a couple of the other characters I really liked. But, um, this movie this was just so weird. It's not it's not a birds of prey movie. Yeah. Um and I don't I'm not going to spoil it, but this movie's like 2 hours long and the birds of prey don't even get together for like the last 15 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. I had heard about that and it seems pretty lackluster and disappointing. Right. Um, um they changed and- it to by the way Harley Quinn Birds of Prey. But that's mostly just for SEO and marketing purposes. Oh, they're, gotcha. they're gonna keep the official name. Oh, gotcha. What it gotcha. officially was, but yeah. Yeah, man, I don't know. I was I was disappointed by this one because they made a big deal of it like being R rated. Mm-hmm. And I think outside of like one violent element uh that they do in this movie that uh Ewan McGregor's character does, um, they could have easily made this a PG thirteen movie. They would have yeah. made way more money. Yeah. I know that right away. Yeah. Um they because it's just, I don't know. I feel like they made a big deal of it being an R-rated movie. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, it's going to be R-rated. But there was no point to it other than they could show like one really violent scene and then a couple maybe scenes that could have been construed as violent. But like PG-13 was definitely in the grass, minus the language. That was the only thing that they would yeah. have had to, you know, <laughs> fix. Yeah. But um, other than, I, I don't know. I didn't. I liked all of the characters except for Harley Quinn in this movie. Um, I think that that's kind of a fail. <laughs> first of all, I think Margot Robbie. Let me let me let me clarify what I mean. Margot Robbie did a great job. She yeah. does a great job as Harley Quinn. Um, they, I will say, the positives in this movie. Some of the action scenes are really awesome. Like some of the fighting. There's not a lot of quick cuts or jumpy, shaky cam. There's some like wide angle shots and like some cool choreography. Um, and some cool ideas when, as it relates to like uh, the weapons that that Harley is using in a given situation. Yeah. Um, so that stuff was pretty cool. But um, I Harley Quinn's she's she's a psychotic lun- lunatic, and yeah. and I I have to be able to for me personally I have to kind of have some sort of humanity like relate relatable thing. So I I liked uh, Black Canary. I liked uh, Huntress. I liked in relate. I mean, with the other human care, human characters. <laughs> I don't know why I said that, but uh, the other characters more than Harley Quinn. Um, I didn't care for Ewan McGregor as the bad guy. I felt yeah. like it was just like I'm an evil guy because I'm an evil guy guy, yeah. and like he was just a bad guy because he was a terrible person. Hmm. And um, but uh, and we said this about Gemini Man. You know, and that was on my worst of the of the year list for last year but how Mary Elizabeth Winstead was my favorite part of that movie. Yeah. In this movie, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is my favorite part of this movie. Yeah, she's a <laughs> great actress. Yeah, yeah. But she's got a sweet character too. Yeah. The Huntress is awesome. Yeah. And her whole backstory, I wish I could see more of that um, yeah. interplay and stuff like that. But I'm actually more interested to see a sequel to this movie, an actual proper Birds of Prey film, um, than another Harley Quinn movie. Yeah. I don't but, know if they'll go there. They're probably going to, they stand to lose some money. Yeah, on this I, one, don't, so. I don't, I um, don't, also, I don't, I don't notice filming errors, but there's like one really like glaring one, like one scene where she's literally soaking wet and her hair is 
soaking wet. And then yeah. she goes to the next room, which is takes 30 seconds to get there. And like her hair's dripping. It's dry. I was like, <laughs> this is what? You yeah. know, like stuff like that. I was like, this is, yeah. this doesn't make any sense. But um, anyways, I was just pointing that because I don't normally notice that stuff. And yeah. I finally, I did. Anyway, I was disappointed. I was, I was, and I'd heard some positive buzz going into this. So I went in with a little bit more hype, I think. Yeah. And I don't know, disappointed. I had heard, I like, I haven't seen the film yet. I think, I was interested and I have been interested based upon uh, Suicide Squad was not a great film, but she was like one of my favorite parts of that film for sure. I thought she was an sure. amazing character yeah. out of all the characters. She had some of the best depth of like yeah. this torn between, you know, this abusive relationship right. and wanting to go back. I to really that, liked not, her in Suicide Squad Yeah, that was because like, it like, fit into a group exactly. of psychotics. In you Suicide know, Squad, like... Yeah. Um, then I started seeing some of the, like the, the notes on this and reviews and input and it seems like it's a bit of a mess. It seems like the other thing they did, and I don't know why they do this because I, I haven't seen the film. I don't know so far so much how much of this actually made it into the film, but they made it into a very, I don't want to say like, I'm, I'm not getting the political side of things, but they made it very divisive. Sure. And then they said that like, this film is for girls and it's about women. And that's fine. I, I'm fine with that. I'm not attacking it. I'm just saying that that doesn't like, that doesn't appeal to a certain audience Right. You know what I mean? Like, why are you going to go out and attack <laughs> half of the audience? Like mm -hmm. if they came out with a guy's film and they were like, this is just for men and yeah. and men are going to like this and go watch it if you're a guy because guys are awesome. Women are probably not going to want to see that. So I, I, that's more in the line of like, well, you're not really doing yourself any services is like getting butts and seats. So right. if that made it into the film, then I would probably take issue with yeah. that. But if it didn't, then I'm like, why did you do that? Yeah. Because why are you, you're just going to not get people to go watch the movie. Alienating Again, I haven't people. Seen I it. didn't see any of that it marketing. It seemed very though. alienating. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I mean, you're a lot of the interviews, a lot of yeah, a lot of the interviews, a lot of the, the marketing stuff like that, that they did for people. Yeah. Um, just seemed to be pushing in that direction. And yeah. so I was hoping for more of, I mean, I feel like if they had maybe toned that aspect down made it a PG-13 affair, made it more about the birds of prey, right. like all of the the girls coming together. Because what I understand is like you said, it's like you don't really get that yeah. for even 90% of the movie. Yeah. Make it more about that, where it's like the actual birds of prey going out and trying to do stuff. Yeah. That it would have been a lot more interesting. Um, yeah. So before I rate this, yeah. two things I want to I say. One, Ewan McGregor's character did, he did a great job acting the role. When I say I didn't care for him, it's like I didn't care for him as a villain. Like there's nothing relatable about him. He's just a mwahahaha back Yeah. But there was a couple scenes that he did, one specifically like in his office suite or whatever, that he just like, he's he's a sociopath. And so you like, you see that on display as he's talking about like these severed heads in the corner and yeah. stuff like that. And I was like, that's, I like that because you could tell he was having fun and throwing these. You could see his like uh, psychoticness on display. Yeah. Um, and then, oh shoot, what was the last thing I was going to say? I don't know. Psychotic character. Heads on wall. Yeah. Anyways, um, disappointed by the film just yeah. overall. Um, oh, it wasn't funny. Oh, wow. I didn't like they made jokes. It wasn't funny. They have, uh, she did get a, um, a uh, hyena as a pet though and I did like that yeah I saw that in the yeah, trailers yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, I like that like she hyena the, I was like oh I want a hyena now the big hammer too yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was good yeah. but other than that I'm gonna rate it I'm gonna give it a 71 okay. C minus that's so, sad yeah I was hoping that they could have pulled something out with this and kind of kept the Suicide Squad thing lineage going because yeah. it's such a cool concept of for sure this medley of messed up anti-hero characters mm -hmm. but I feel like they failed twice now yeah 
I don't know if they're going to get another shot at it. So we'll see. I don't know. Well, Suicide Squad 2 comes out like next year. Oh, that is James true. James Gunn's yeah. directing it. They're doing Suicide Squad 2. I forgot about yeah. that. Well, without Will Smith, though. Without Will Smith. That's <laughs> yeah. probably a good choice. Yeah. He took so much of the the money and Budget, time, I'm probably. sure, yeah. to that film that was needless. Like they should have just had somebody that could have played more to like a group versus right, sure. like, let's give it all to Will Smith and make it about his character. I don't know how they're going to do that. I hate recasting. I hate yeah. that when that happens, but whatever. Anyways, yeah. that's it. Cool. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up on the podcast. Thank you for that review, Matt. Uh, some ways, again, to get connected, realviewmedia.com. Uh, we also have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. Instagram and Twitter, which are both at realreviewmedia. And then last but not least, we'd love to hear Excuse me, your thoughts, perspectives, input. If you saw Birds of Prey or Sonic, if you thought they were great or horrible or all in between, send us your thoughts, ideas for movies, whatever it is. Uh, RealReviewMedia at gmail.com. We'd love to, to get in touch with you. Matt, anything further for us? Mm, nope. Nope. Okay. Well, then, it's been real. It's been real. <laughs>